Welcome back to season three of the Salt and Shadows podcast. After witnessing an uprising in the glorification of productivity and positivity, our podcast was born out of a felt necessity for real, accessible education for wholesome healing. Our goal is to bring our communities conversation and education that sparks empowerment for how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. In this season three of our podcast, we are so excited to welcome locals from where we live in Skagit Valley, Washington, to share in their intentional, magical living practices. We are, we are your, your hosts, host, Courtney Klopp of the lifestyle brand Self Care Creature, and Diana Marshall, specializing in spiritual rehabilitation with Safe Passage Tarot. We hope you enjoy this episode. Today we are welcoming in Sarah Sloan of Saffron and Sass. She Yay. makes naturally crafted aromatherapy products made by hand in Bellingham, Washington with locally sourced botanicals and care for the environment. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We're so excited to have you and I'm really excited to know more about your business and your candles and get to know you a little better too. Yeah. Yeah. I think my best moment is creating a candle with you together. Right, because you two with have us. did some work together. Yeah. Just a little bit so far, but it's been really, really fun. And I, I, yeah, I love, I mean, I already love like your sense and your concept. Do you want to talk a little bit about like what that means to you, what that looks like for you? The concept. Yeah. Of my brand. Yeah. Um, well, when I was creating my brand, I wanted to make something that I had a hard time finding personally. Yeah. And candles mean, I mean, they mean something really different to everyone, but I find that scents are super personal to people and mm-hmm. they bring really special memories um, and can be super comforting. So I wanted to be able to provide that for people. Um, in a really environmentally friendly way and in a really safe way to kind of consume in your household so they burn really clean and Mm. they use really natural components. Yeah, I think something I really love is that they're so environmentally friendly and clean and yet they still fill the room with scent and that's kind of hard to find, to find that kind of concentration and I really love it. I don't want to compromise the quality just to make it environmentally definitely and you can tell and you have you take the natural botanicals and kind of like put them on the side yeah. of the of the jar and that's I just love I just like I grow up <laughs> yeah lots of little details yeah. yeah is there like a can I ask is there like a special way that you have to like get those to stick there or um so I have to press them first so they're super flat oh yeah um and then I dip them in wax and kind of stick it on the side of the jar okay really quickly yeah wow yeah did so you just kind of try it out and figure it out for yourself or did you yeah, like I thought about it for a while and I came up with two sort of ideas one was to use glue if the wax didn't work out mm-hmm. which I really didn't want to do yeah um, but the wax worked out perfect so it's yeah. awesome. amazing yeah it, just it looks really beautiful <laughs> the first too time I tried it which is lucky yeah do you make the candles out of your home, or do you have a shop? Or 
Um, I recently transformed my garage into a workspace. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So hopefully I can stay in there for a while and not have to pay rent for <laughs> candles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Do you have anyone helping you make the candles or is it just you? Um, for now it's just me, but I'm hiring my first employee this year. Ooh. Which will be my older Ooh, sister. That's exciting. I'm really excited. Cool. It is fun to share and do your work with other people, too. It will be really nice. It'll be a lot less lonely. <laughs> yeah, and making it like a family affair. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, she's so excited. That's awesome. Do you both live in Bellingham? She's moving back to Bellingham. How exciting. With her daughter and her husband. Oh, oh wow. That'll be nice. You get to be closer to them, too. That's awesome. How did how did the whole business come about? Did it start with candles? Because I know that you also have soaking salts and a couple other things, right? Yeah, it started with the salts. Oh. Um, I kind of just made them for fun, and I got really carried away with designing the packaging. Oh, yeah. And I still use the same packaging I originally designed, and then I sold couple of them in the shop I worked at and I just always really wanted to move into candles so I mm. did that pretty quickly and okay and yeah once I started making the candles I sort of started taking the business a little more seriously yeah that's awesome yeah. I've, I've seen that your salts have some really beautiful names too and there's like I think there's one that's Luna mm -hmm. and one that's Aphrodite mm -hmm. am I right was that kind of maybe like a little bit of an introduction into like a little bit of the witchy scene for you is to start with those? Yeah, I definitely named them in hopes of witchy people finding them. Yeah. And we did. <laughs> <That's> so beautiful. <laughs> They're so beautiful. They're like a mixture of salts and is it herbs or flowers too? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. They're oh. so beautiful. And that together with the candles, it's almost like you have almost like a bath ritual going on exactly. there. I yeah. wanted to start making minis of the salts and kind of pairing them with a the candle as yeah. like a set to, you know. That would be beautiful. Are you already cases. doing that? Um, I'm making minis in the candles now. Okay. Oh, salts, yeah. wow. That's yeah. going to be incredible. Yeah, because your candles are pretty big. Yeah, they're yeah, and they last a really long time. Like, it, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, unless you're me and you burn them 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Your house always too. And oh my, my mom, goodness. she just, like, goes through them like, no one's business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get several, and I'll, like, a week later, I'll be like, I already need more. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you learn to make candles? Um, YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I feel well, like you're really self-taught on many different things. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Because I know you do cooking as well on mm -hmm. the side, and is that self-taught as well? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, you're just kind well, of YouTube. a creative person. Well, YouTube. Let's give the YouTube creators some some. Oh, totally. Credit. <laughs> they, yeah, they did good at explaining it. Um, <laughs> at first, it was just picking what kind of wax I was going to use and learning about the temperatures it likes. Yeah. Handled in. Yeah. So we got together and made some candles recently just with our, our little coven group. and Now that was on the fly. That was on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> we did not know what we were doing. We just went for it. Yeah. And several of them turned out really nicely and several of them, I don't know. 
We'll just have to wait and see when we burn them. I do know that they were not burning evenly all the way down. They were just like burning a little hole. One of mine burned. Yeah, is it? Yeah. One of mine burned all the way. Awesome. The one that I had herbs in and stuff. Um, that, which was awesome, but yeah, a lot of the other ones, not so much. Yeah, I got a little <laughs> dangerous with mine. I put like, uh, like rosebuds and eucalyptus on the top. Oh yeah, they definitely light. On they fire. light on fire. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I I know that, so I'm okay with it. But I also know like I was going to gift some candles one year and did that, and I lit my own and <laughs> watched that happen, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna set people's houses on fire. Yeah. I guess I we'll wait till next year. Thought about doing that, but then I realized. It. That would be like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, good thing to think. You do about. it just right. You do it perfectly. <laughs> so you named some of your salts after some of these goddesses. Um, yes. I'm curious, like, what does your personal practice look like? Do you have like a, a practice with these types of things, or just like a way to tap into your own witchiness? Yeah. Um, well, my practice started really similar to yours, Diana, where I picked up a deck of tarot cards, and that's sort of where it all began. And then I slowly realized that a lot of my tendencies that I've had my whole life were super witchy. Yeah. And I just didn't really ever think about it that way. Mm -hmm. And so candles is a big part of that for me personally. Um, like lighting certain candles to get into a certain headspace or bring certain energy into my house. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be complicated. No. It can be very, very simple things. And I think that's almost why so many of us never recognized those tendencies within us that were the witchy little tendencies because we, we just have this image in our minds of what we were told a witch is. And, exactly. Um, spells and whatever and when it's just something that has to do with nature and like a simple ritual and like don't really connect it to being a witch or anything like that so yeah yeah it is really less complicated than people think it is yeah, yeah definitely it's, it's I feel like it's it's simple because it's like genuine it's like mm -hmm. a genuine response to nature and the universe around you yeah yeah, that reminds me of when I was a kid, actually, or I, like, in middle school, I had so many candles, and I had, like, a bench in my room, and a table, and they were just covered in candles, and my grandma and I used to get in all sorts of arguments, because she was like, you're gonna burn my house down, like, are you even paying attention, like, do you blow them out, like, all of this, and I just, like, literally had, like, a huge, I forgot about this until just about right now, but I had this yeah. huge candle collection of, like, 20 candles, and I was up there every night, like, writing poetry and <laughs> playing with my candles. Yeah, you had a candle <laughs> altar. I did. It was a sandwich. I didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very common story we're discovering. Yeah. There's so many people that are like, I don't really necessarily resonate with the term witch but I think that's because I didn't know what it was really but you know I you're hearing a lot of that so many times. Yeah. yeah yeah would you say that you are like very familiar with shadow work or the concept of it or have practiced it much in your personal practice I've practiced it a, a little bit um, and I'm I try to become more familiar with it yeah, yeah. 
because I feel it's one of the best ways to move past your personal traumas mm. and then kind of like emotionally and like just digest that and be able to work with it in a really healthy way that's less volatile yeah 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 typically I'll just um I'll start by recognizing my feelings when they come which mm. I think is the hardest part and then yeah. and then just sitting with them yeah and thinking about them and like digging deeper with them Mm. until I get to the bottom of it. Do you tend to use, because you mentioned that tarot is something that you have pulled into Mm. your own practice, do you use cards during that time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do often. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I would agree. Like, it's so challenging, like, the first step of that awareness of just, like, noticing your feelings because so often, like, we're not taught to notice our feelings and... Like, we have a reaction. Like, our nervous system reacts. And so, and that often just goes to, like, back to thinking and, like, there here comes our cycles and our patterns. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, being able to just notice that and be like, oh, like, I'm going to... I call that, like, being with the discomfort. Mm-hmm. And just, like, yeah, no, noticing just, it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be here. Yes. This. Yeah, it'd be weird if you weren't, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that reassurance. Not holding any judgment of, of your own thoughts and feelings that come up. Or, yeah, and even just noticing the judgment that yeah. comes up. That's also another, like, so much noticing. Yeah. <laughs> just A noticing. noticing. Yeah. Observing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can almost get tired of yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Take breaks. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Come to those places where you're just like, oh my God, why am I like this? <laughs> well, and especially when you haven't had that awareness and you start cultivating it through different variations and means in your life. And then yeah. you're, it's like all you see, it can, it can feel very uh, like smothering. Yeah. Especially when you like yeah. really start in the beginning to see it you're like oh man wildly <laughs> frustrating at yeah. first I mean, yeah it still is it still is right <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely but yeah. when you have different tools you can learn how to like be in it and mm-hmm. support yourself in different ways rather than just being like oh this is a bunch of shit yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know the cards help unpack things too which is nice yeah Ooh, can you say more about that okay yes um <laughs> of course they I mean, sometimes you are just too in your head, and you're like, why am I like this? What the hell's happening? Mm. <laughs> but when you take when you take it sort of outside of yourself, and you can see the patterns, like, lying in front of you, because, you know, they have a weird way of, like, the right ones pop up in the right order, and it's like, that is so bizarre. Yeah. And it just prompts you to really, like, like calm, calm yourself a little bit and, like, think about it. Yeah. And, and instead of being so in your feelings becomes a can bring your feelings outside yourself you can look at them in front of you yeah yeah like it can it can actually start to help you process define and categorize what some of those feelings are is kind of what I feel like I'm hearing you saying yeah so that you can recognize them and and honor them and like unpack them slowly instead of it just kind of like being in your mind like what's wrong with me where do I even start yeah it's just a useful tool yeah yeah like any other like um like when I first started my witchcraft journey like officially calling it that and recognizing it for what it was I thought I needed like all these things Mm. and learning like 
you know, simplifying it a little bit, but the things do help, like having sure. a deck of cards, like they're just tools to help you on your journey. It's not like you need them to practice witchcraft or anything, but they do, they do help when you resonate with a certain item. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's the best tool that I use the cards for as well. It's exactly what you're describing, like getting outside of yourself to be able to like process and see it in just like a slightly different way. Like, did you think about this? Or like, this is like the energy that may be coming up for you. And of course, it's always a question like, how does this resonate? And it also uh, is how much you are willing to face that shadow and like be with yourself because I mean the cards call you out they don't sh bullshit around like it's a little rough it can sometimes. be very rough yeah it really can <laughs> when you just want to see like clear yeah. skies and, and sunshine and <laughs> right and then you like, pull well, the tower <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit crumbling right now yeah that you exactly. pay attention to if you want a solid foundation and that's yeah but it's so necessary. It's so necessary Absolutely. for that for that tendency that we have to bypass the hard stuff that we yes. just want to move on to the comfortable. It's so necessary to have that that reminder from the universe of like, no, this is worthy. This is good work to be doing. This is not something that's just hard and you're just going to be miserable. You will never regret doing this work even though yes. it's hard. So yeah. yeah. Would you mind sharing a little bit more about, like, your process with witchcraft and even becoming comfortable with that term? Because I know, like, I feel like I still have tingles about that term. Like, it's, like, such a bad word and, like, quotes, you know, in my childhood growing up and, like, something that still people are like, oh, like, what? Like, it has all these, I think of, what's Negative that? Negative connotations. Exactly. It yeah. It does. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time, like, telling like letting the word like slip out of my lips of like telling it to a friend or something and talking to like my mother about it and my family learning that I am a witch mm. it all felt a little weird but I mean they I mean people have an idea about it at yeah. first which is a little hard um they say what is that like and then they have all these ideas about devil worship, which is oh. kind of funny, but... Like, <laughs> satanic panic. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, no, that's not really even kind of close. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> not even. <laughs> but if anybody lived through the, the 80s, yeah. <laughs> it's visceral. Yeah, <laughs> what did they say? Uh, the satanic panic that happened yeah. through oh. the 80s. Oh, which, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a big... It was a thing. <laughs> big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just kind of, like, explaining it to people is always interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what they would typically think. Or they just wouldn't really care. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's nice, honey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, okay. But then some of my friends discovered the witchy tendencies in themselves after mm -hmm. I opened up to them about it, which was beautiful. Yeah. Just another lesson. You know, another reminder in the lesson that if you share your story, it could really help other people yeah. resonate with their own. Yeah. But the more authentic yeah. we start showing up as ourselves, the more others feel they have permission to do the same. Mm -hmm. Exactly. What are, like, how would you describe witchcraft then? Like, if you were explaining it to... That was the hardest to, part to yeah. me. It's like, I, I would just keep explaining and explaining until I kind of saw something click in their eyes, but um, more explaining it as a spiritual journey with yourself mm -hmm. and like communing with nature yeah. to find yourself 
is where I would start. Yes. And then usually the questions would pour in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's usually, I mean, that's the roots of it, right? Like, it just comes back to communing with nature, like you said. And that, oh, that just feels so like that's literally the foundation of where everybody is coming from, is coming back to nature and the universe around us. Mm-hmm. How good it feels just to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the the area of the world that we get to share as well. It's so... Yeah, we're so grateful. We are we're so blessed. The <laughs> Pacific Northwest is so yeah phenomenally gorgeous, and like especially yeah. traveling and getting away from this place for a while and coming home. When I, I went on, yes, yes, when I went on my nine month excursion to Mexico a few years ago, I when I came back, I just remember like my jaw dropped when I saw the mountains and just like how green and lush everything is. And I will never forget that feeling. That's why every almost every day that the mountains are out, that Diana and I are driving out to the studio, I'm always like, Look at them! Like, there they are! Like, I get really excited. I love appreciating nature. I'm gonna share a little story. So, I lived in Idaho for a little while. And no I shit. lived in an area <laughs> that they called Paradise Valley. Oh, yeah. But it was never green. There was, mm. like, no vegetation. It was, like, green for, like, one week in the spring, and then the rest of the oh. year it was just brown. Okay. Like and I would be like, this is Paradise Valley, but I drive back to Skagit Valley, and it's, like, literal paradise <laughs> around yes. me because... I mean, there's not just things that are growing in vegetation. There is stuff growing on top of things growing here. Like, it's That's true. That's dense. True. Yeah, and in the forest. You just, you, it feels different, too. Yeah. So, this is my Paradise Valley. Aww. Just going to say that. It's really sweet. I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. It wasn't in Idaho for me. So. Do you... Uh, Sarah, uh, it says that you source your botanicals locally. Is that something, like, do you personally go out and forage? Um, or? That's actually how it started, but then I someone asked me who I partner with mm-hmm. like, to get my botanicals and my florals and whatnot, and I was like, well, I just kind of go out and forage for them. But then I started branching out, and I purchase a lot of them from local flower farms oh cool yeah. ah. which is so fun it's so nice to like drive out there and see all the flowers and I want to buy everything and right <laughs> yeah. yeah we connected with another local flower farmer uh Suat Farms in Burlington and it's just yeah the the essence of like another layer of being with the earth right and like seeing yes. what they produce and then getting to like connect with other locals in that way that's yeah. really neat. Seeing their passion for growing flowers. Yes. And how much joy it brings them. Yeah. Yeah. Flowers are, are such a uniting factor for so many people that we know. It's like this gift that we've been given of beauty, and we're just so drawn to it as witches, I feel. So drawn to flowers. Do you have a favorite botanical? Not particularly. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scent of your salts? Of my salt? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Luna. The Luna is your favorite. And then how about candles? Do you have a favorite? I know you also the have invoke. seasonal and stuff. The Invoke. Invoke. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. It's the one. 
It's oh, darn delicious. Cool. Yeah. Check that out. I'm really drawn. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm really drawn to the ferns, like the ferns that you have in your candles. That's the first one I designed. Really? The candle. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful. Woodland. Mm-hmm. I love the names. I was gonna name it Yule actually, but oh. I didn't know if I wanted to make it a year-round scent in the future. Oh yeah. So I didn't want to put it in that in the wooden box. Yeah. So I ended up calling it Woodland. Cool. I so yeah so all question forming. <laughs> you is is all are all of your products seasonal or just the candles? Or I love that you work in that way. I Not all of them are seasonal. I okay. have my Carnivite collection, which is um, kind of scents that I feel don't really have a season, and also used to be seasonal scents that are so popular that I just keep year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, but I function very seasonally, and I want my products to do sort of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And that encourages it for, like, clientele, too, I feel like, or, like, customers. Yes. My journey of, like, learning how to live seasonally, it was really an unfolding. Like, I didn't, I didn't learn any of that growing up at all, even though my grandpa had a garden in like our yard (laughs) growing up I just like it never clicked for me until I was an adult to really learn how to like be with the seasons and I remember feeling a shift within me wanting to be like I've gotta like I want to move towards this and I feel like having more products to be able to purchase that are encouraging like being with the season like that really piques an interest and really holds the space for like what that means and how to be in that and the certain smells, like I said earlier, they bring feelings and emotions out in people. Like, it's scent and memory are very strongly tied together. Yeah. And so when you have a certain scent that smells like, like the woodland candle, like, smells like a tree. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally one of my favorites. Of it's the holidays. Yeah, it's winter. so fresh. It puts you there. Yeah. How do you come up with scents? That's something that boggles my mind. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> The same. Almost <laughs> my mind too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just sort of get an idea and hunt it down. How about the names? Correct. Wow. Saffron and Sass. Um, that actually was a a name that I came up with for a food blog. Oh. Okay. That I don't that post it anymore. I had it for like a year, and I was writing recipes and putting them on there um but recipe testing is so tedious and I I never measure things so oh yeah I was having a bit of a hard time with it um so I just sort of took the name and slapped it on the salts when I first made them Mm -hmm. when I said I got a little carried away with the packaging I came up with the brand name and like did all the things yeah cool yeah well, it works. Yeah, I love that you got carried away with it, so to speak, <laughs> but now it's, like, something that you still use. Like, it was yeah, it was a great thing to get carried away with. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have, isn't saffron a scent in one of your candles, too? I felt like saffron was kind of a an addition there to one of them. There is saffron in one of my candles. I do want to make a more saffron-heavy scent one of these yeah. days, but... But then saffron, saffron is also... Just not easy. Perfect to yeah. find and so use. Some sample oils are really expensive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I have another question, and if I'm, like, digging too deep into your secret sauce, feel free to just say pass, but I'm just curious, uh, yeah, how do you, like, are the scents from essential oils then, or do you, like, infuse your own from... Some of them are essential oils, and um, none of them are fake or manufactured, Mm -hmm. but you can't get an essential oil in every scent, like vanilla, for example, is an extract. Mm. Yeah. Some of them are extracts, and some of them are essential oils. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which kind of freaks people out sometimes. Like, it's not, it's not fake. <laughs> it's still natural. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, we, yeah. We have, I introduced uh, Diana to one of my favorite shops in Seattle called <clears throat> Zenith Sup- Zenith Supplies. I was calling it Zenith for a long time, and I just found out it, it's I Zenith. I keep hearing people <laughs> say Zenith, too. So. Well, we looked how to pronounce it on Google, it's and it true. said Zenith. <laughs> So, I'm still going to say friend, it's a tomato-tomato thing. And, uh, okay, we will go with <laughs> okay. that. Yeah. But they have, like, a huge wall of oils, and, like, they have red label and purple label, and green label is organic, but I think the reds are synthetic. Like, it's the synthetic scents, and then the natural essential yeah. oils. And so that you, like, if you're just looking for, like, the essence and the smell, you can go red label. But if you're looking for something, like, actually really natural and that's real to what the plant is, you can go with the other label. But it is more expensive because, obviously, it just takes a lot more to be able to extract that from the plant. Yeah. Yeah, like, the Invoke candle is completely essential oils. And that oil is the most expensive one I use. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so worth it, though. It's the best candle. Yeah. 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 It's really, really good. Hey, Diana here. I just wanted to take a moment to interrupt this episode and let you know that if you're hearing anything that resonates with you, Courtney and I are available for a two-on-one session. We call these our Salt and Shadow Sessions, and this unique offering is both available online or in person at our LaConnor Washington studio. It's a little bit of a combination of lifestyle coaching, a dual tarot and oracle card reading, as well as some ritual integrations and energy clearing. We also would greatly appreciate it if you would please subscribe, download, and share this podcast to help it reach more people. To stay up to date on our offerings and events, you can also sign up for our full moon newsletter. You can book a session with us, sign up for emails, or subscribe to the podcast via the link found in the details section of whatever listening platform you're currently tuning in on. We have a deep-rooted mission to bring accessible and sustainable education for wholesome healing to both our local and online communities. Our goal is to provide safe space that sparks empowerment within you so that you can know how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. May you remember the peace and the power you hold within yourself at all times. Enjoy the rest of this episode. I I haven't looked into more of your products past the full, was it the full moon? Yeah, it was a full moon. Full moon candle you two did together. And so that was like my first, this past winter, and that was my first experience. And I was like, literally just mind blown. I'm like, oh my God. I thought that one was your first experience. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, 
it was like I'm I'm sold already. Like the scent was amazing. I know that like it ended up being like somewhat of a little bit of a trial and error type situation, which is totally yeah. fine. That's normal for yeah, a small that's the business, business, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean it smelled amazing. It burned for such a like a long time. Even we were struggling with the wick, but we're figuring that out and I'm just like blown away. I'm blown away, and yeah. I was. I'm really excited to try your soaking salts because I love bath rituals. Those are that's like my jam. Yeah, <laughs> and they're wooden wicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! So they have that special spark to them, and they actually burn cleaner than cotton. Oh. Sometimes cotton wicks are blended with all kinds of things. Okay. But yeah, that makes sense. Gosh, yeah, another aspect of you don't really traditionally think about either and the wick itself. And eco-friendly it turns mm. out because they're made out of old fruit trees. Okay. Now how farmers will, after a certain amount of years, the trees become less productive and they'll yeah. chop them down and oh, sort of, repurpose. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. my gosh, just so many layers. I love right. it. Yeah. Isn't it fun? Yes, <laughs> it really is. that the wood would be more eco-friendly than it is. Yeah. And there's so many ways to just, like, continue to recycle and share and connect in, like, in all, in everything that we do. I'm going big macro with it, but just thinking <laughs> of it in that way. Like, yeah. We I, live in such a society that throws shit out. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Me. No, we're just both, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> we're excited. We're excited. Yeah, we're excited. I, I really think that we just love all of the makers that are that we're interviewing lately because just like you there's so much attention to detail that they put into each thing and when something is mass produced you cannot find that you cannot mm-hmm. have that same experience so yeah that's another reason like we want to talk about each little detail too so people understand like this is why it's quality this is why we support small yes. business and people that are really putting meaning into what they're making too and it lasts so much longer. Yes. And you're supporting, like, an actual person and a family rather than, like, a corporation. Yeah. It makes all the difference. Yeah. And sure. I think it's hot. Like, people need this education and, and these stories yeah. and experiences because when you just see a candle on the shelf and you're, like, a $40 candle, no. Yeah. And then it's like, hold yeah. on, though. Like, this is all naturally sourced. Like, we're talking local flower gardens, fruit trees, like, all of these things that come together for you to have this experience in your home that's going to make your whole home smell so amazing. And then yeah. people are like, oh, all right, put it in the bag. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's almost a spell in and of itself in the jar. Oh, my gosh. I feel. Yeah. Well, do you the feel that way? and the fire. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Okay, so how is it that you would like people to feel when they experience your business, when they experience your candles or your salts? I would like them to feel a sense of peace or be able to sort of take a moment and connect back to themselves, even if, if it's just... For a split second when they light it or when the scent fills the room and it reminds them of something or however they choose to use it. I know a lot of people use them for meditations and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people use the salt for bath rituals and honestly that's exactly how I love them to be used. Ah, yeah. It makes me so happy. 
you know, when people message me and say, oh, I've been using this for such and such ritual, or um, I was at a market over in Portland, and there was this woman who came up to me, and she was like, I just started making myself an altar, and I need a good candle for an altar, and I was like, well, you came to the right place. Seriously. Wow. She ended up leaving with the Invoke candle. Oh, perfect. Of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, I had to give her that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gotta get one for my home. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, we need to have more that next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. Track again. And we'll put all of your contact info and website info in our show notes too. So yeah, people will know where to find you as well. Um, flipping the question, how would you like to feel within your community and how can we support you? Well, I would like to not feel like there's a bunch of competition. Mm. Like, what I've experienced that I really love is that people support each other more than I expected them to. Um, yeah. I think what Like I in was, the makers, like yeah, the market kind of What world. I was the most afraid of when I started doing markets and really, like, putting myself out there was that people would be super competitive and kind of more in the sabotage mindset rather than the supporting each other like there is enough for everybody like I think you know abundance is all around us like we don't need to have this person or this person like there's room for everybody yeah so that's something I really really value yeah it's just the the support instead of yeah that's something we definitely experienced within the like market world too we don't have a lot of experience I definitely haven't been to markets all over like you have but even within our local market that we met each other at the Valley Maid Market like and you've also been a part of Valley Maid Market it's so supportive and you feel so seen and everyone is just really genuinely kind is the best one I have ever participated in really maker support wow that's awesome that's awesome people just really care about each other yeah and it's refreshing to be honest yeah yeah i even feel like like the shoppers everybody that shows up just everyone the customers are incredible yeah yeah they're excited they're chomping on their little pancakes yeah (laughs) (laughs) either which i love it's like for everyone yeah yeah and everyone's welcome and supported Everyone mm-hmm. can everyone can burn candles, unless they can't in their apartment or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, my grandma can't have candles in her facility, but yeah, um, the retirement. But that's unit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just I love what exactly what you're speaking to. Like I hear it as I've heard community over competition, and even in the words you used, I could you could say support over sabotage. I love that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, yeah, that abundance belief that, like, your right people will find you and everybody has their own unique vibration and frequency and energy that attracts different people. And, like, there is enough to go around. Like, that's, like, the saddest mindset that's taken over, I'm going to go again, macro. Like, the world is a scarcity mindset that we all have to just, like, grab and, like, fend for ourselves. And it's, like, we are so much better connected and together. And I'm really glad yeah. that you're experiencing that. And, yeah. like, if, if you, 
like your friend had a really good day with their product and you didn't just still be able to say, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, yeah, right. Instead of like people getting rude or having ill will. Yeah. And that's also that, that person, it it is discouraging and it's that, that's some shadow work there too, right? To know that like, that's, that's them. That's something that they're internalizing. It's, it's like, that says a lot about how they're viewing the world rather than like what the reality is, because Mm -hmm. there could be a thousand reasons why something didn't work out for one person one day. Yeah. Do you have any new products or events coming up or anything that you wanted to share today? Um, well, I am working on something. I'm not sure. I don't think it'll be released until the fall. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. You want to get us excited? <laughs> yeah, I was working on room spray. <gasps> wow. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even hide it. Yeah. That's like a whole yeah. other level. A new product line. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm really excited. I'm having a hard time finding the packaging I need, but... Mm. I will be patient. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll wait until I find what I want. I'm excited. Same. And I'm assuming that you're going to be taking the same, like, values into oh, those yeah. products as well and mm-hmm. making sure that they're clean and, yeah. Trying I'm to very find excited. a way to make them refillable and have a continuous spray and Ooh. finding a component that does that has been difficult. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that foresight. Yeah. And also the willingness to wait until it's right. I really like that, too. I'm not going to push something if it's not perfect. Yeah. It has to be to the standard I need it to be, otherwise it's not happening. You have very high standards, too. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I see that as a beautiful thing, especially, like, having your own business. You should have high standards. Well, and even I see standards almost as, like, the values, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you have very high values that you are holding your business to, and that's, yeah, amazing. Reducing packaging is a huge one. Yeah. So it has to be refillable, otherwise it's not working out for me. Yeah. Cool. I love that boundary. That's like very solid. Yeah. And that just allows your product to be enjoyed by that much, that much many people. I can't say that right. <laughs> that many people with many, not being yeah. able to have candles, being able to have the room spray. Yes. Like that's perfect. That much yes. more. That many more people. Yeah, do we even know how to say that? I love coffee. Yeah, Yeah. I am still getting through my coffee. So yeah, I love room sprays. I'm obsessed with them, and I have one that I got a long while ago. I also have a an issue with like using things very sparingly. I'm trying to get a little better about it. Um, but I remember when I actually received this one, it was sent to me in the mail and like, I could just feel like the love, like it's a completely natural one. Like I would, I would assume very similar to like your business, like a single, uh, person owned business, like making it themselves and infusing it. And like, just like the energy that goes into that. Like, I still remember the tingles I felt like unwrapping that package and it was like a lavender moon type spray. And I was just like. Yeah, it was incredible, and I'm just, I'm really excited for that line. I'm really excited for it. Also, the natural thing, it just feels way closer to the planet, to the earth. Mm, yeah. And it's easier to connect to it as a witch mm-hmm. or a spiritual person Yeah, when it's natural right. versus synthetic. For right. Sure. Well, and then it's like, it go, you can go so deep into like 
the way synthetics affect your hormones and even like your skin health and like all of this like your immune system all of these other things and so it's just yeah natural is but the energy of it all yes yes being natural yeah well natural too now is like you gotta we split hairs so much in our society especially it's like well what is natural let's break that down because yes Capitalism <laughs> loves to just slap a natural label on there. It's yeah. like, what does that mean? But I'm glad that we were able to really define that here. And yeah, it's like of nature. Yeah. yeah. And so you use essential oils, you use extracts, the wax, is it soy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all really beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so where can people find you? On saffronsass.com. Awesome. Yeah, Saffron all my sauce. other contact info is on my website. Perfect. And we'll also link your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. At Saffron Sass, right? Yes. Everything is Saffron Sass. That's great. That is so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying Saff and Sass (laughs) for short. (laughs) I feel like at one point you said uh, Sassafras. I may have. But yeah. people say sassafras too so yeah (laughs) yeah i one last question i'm curious where does the sass come from is that like Um, that was part of the blog name um it just does it have to do with your personality at all though yeah it does i think it does (laughs) yeah i love it everyone who knows me would be rolling their eyes if i said it didn't (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh she's quiet but she's sassy Oh, well, that fits well in here. I think we are some bit very sassy. Sassy, yeah. 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 I wouldn't say quiet, but sassy. No, I'm not quiet. I'm a little bit of both, but mostly loud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for coming in today. It's been a pleasure just chatting with you and learning a bit more about your business. Thank you for having me.